the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's Tuesday. I'm all energetic. I'm all excited. Uh, and I am back in California. Just got back a few hours ago. Normally I would be in studio, uh, but we, the plane was delayed. And I think Michelle had something to do with the, the plane being delayed. Michelle, did you have anything to do with the plane being an hour and a half delayed? No, it was the friendly skies. It started raining, thundering <laughs> and lightning, and it was hailing. It was hailing. And so we sit on the tarmac for about an hour and a half. Uh, which delayed everything an hour and a half. And I was planning on being in the studio because my producer, he just had his a birthday. Uh, and he took off Friday, he took off Monday, he took off and just had, just enjoyed his birthday. And I wanted to be there today to sing happy birthday, Noah. Happy birthday, Noah. Uh, you're kind, man. Too kind. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be back. Miss you. Sorry you're not in studio today, but I appreciate the birthday wishes and can't wait to see you tomorrow. Man, I, I can't wait to be there tomorrow, man. I wanted to be there today, but uh, after an hour and a half delay, I just decided to just uh, do... Better to play it safe and not be stressed about it. Plenty of time to get here tomorrow. And you're absolutely right. And, and I'll still be here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I tell you. I got a great guest on tonight. And, and Noah, you, me and you talk all the time about uh, Country Boy, City Boy, do, journey yeah. that ain't over yet. But let me tell you, the guy that made this happen, you know, I wrote the book. I sent it out to all of the different publishers. And all of them, ironically, Everybody came back and offered me a contract, uh, but everybody contract wasn't the same way, man. I'm well, it'll be about- interesting to see why this was the right route to go, because sometimes there's just a feeling. Sometimes there's just a better connection with somebody. So this is going to be good stuff. It's going to be great stuff because, no, I know you writing a book. And I know that, uh, there is two, I learned that there is, it would, especially with, uh, Cola books, John Cola, there are two different methods of writing and releasing the book. You got the standard, all of those different type of things. And then he got this thing called hybrid where he get the information from you. He worked with you and he said, help. Okay. Based on my understanding and based on what I read in your manuscript, this is my recommendation. Now, you can do whatever you want to. <laughs> and most people that are thinking about writing books, they don't have a clue that it's a process. You can't just write something and send it to somebody and they're going to publish it. So John it's a Cole- long drawn out process. And I'm glad that you brought up, JC, that there are more, there's more than one way to do it. Some people think there's just the one standard way. So this will be some very enlightening material. It's going to be so enlightened that um, if anybody was thinking and contemplating on how to do this, John is going to explain the different steps 
Uh, man, this guy, man, has he got so many authors. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just so happy that I know him and I get a chance to work with him. And and and, and uh, man, and in my new book that I'm writing, I mean, uh, I'm locked in on cola. After my publisher on that one as well. So, uh, I tell you, we sit back and we just have fun and we understand what it requires to be a successful author from one of the best publishers in the business. And, you know, I tell you, um, this guy's great. I, I, I like the friendship that I have, you know, stirred up with him because, hey, he's straight up. This guy, you, you know, I'm straight up. This guy might be a little bit more straight up than me. <laughs> I thought you were as straight up as they come, JC. So that's good to hear. I don't know about, uh, JK. Uh, Jake, JK is, is, he's real. <laughs> you know, so man, I tell you, just like I, I mentioned to you earlier, we got caught up in the storm. I got delayed. I'll be in studio tomorrow. I might be in studio, uh, Thursday and Friday as well. We got some great shows. Miss you, miss you, miss you. Happy birthday. Thank you, man. It's it's good to hear from you. Good to be back and doing the show. Yeah, and you know, my, my co-host, Michelle Cooley, just like I said, I'm in Temecula, California today. She is still in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And how you doing, Michelle? Is it still raining there? No, it goes on and off. There's <laughs> lightning here and there. The dog wants to be walked, but I'm afraid of that lightning when I'm walking her. So in the backyard she goes. And 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 I guess is 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 in. I think you're in Virginia Beach, uh, John. You somewhere in. Uh, yeah. So what where, where you at right now? I'm in Virginia Beach near the ocean front. Water's still kind of cold. Uh, the pool's getting warm. I'm going in this weekend, James. I'm <laughs> staying long, but I'm going in, man. Hey, man, you had to throw that out there. And uh, I, 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 I know that you uh, just meet you and I've been talking about you know hip replacement. You had one done not too long ago, and how's that coming? I did it a month ago. It's going really well. I did it a month ago. It's my uh, my second hip. Pretty sure that's my last one. Uh, but yeah, it was April 16th. And, uh, I mean, it's amazing how they do them these days, James. You get up, you are literally walking same day. They want you walking, putting weight on that, uh, that new hip same day, but it's going well. I'm, I'm sleeping better. I'm getting through the night and, uh, you know, and, and by the way, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Man, I tell you, we didn't even introduce you yet. This is just the intro uh, section, and uh, we're gonna get to that one. But I had, I had uh, uh, both my hip replaced as well, and I was in the hospital for twenty-two hours after the second, and they had me up uh, four hours after the surgery, uh, walking the hallway, and so you know how yeah. that is. But we'll talk about I that do. one later. Hey, hey, Noah, man, we haven't even talked about the legacy contest. Yeah, the uh, Legacy Story Contest. It's exciting stuff. The hopefully more stories are pouring in and we can get some more people telling their story. Well, we were not able to talk about that the last two shows because uh, I, I guess there was problems with pulling it up. But um, I, I like to uh, talk about that today a little bit and let everybody know. And uh, we with John, I mean, not John, I don't know what I'm talking about. Rob. Rob. Lucy. Uh, can can you play that clip from Rob to so that our listening audience would understand uh, what the leg- legacy contest is? Yeah, Rob Lucy, great individual, both on both of our shows. Here's Rob talking about the legacy story contest. Thank you, James. Yes, I'm Rob Lucy, and I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the legacy story contest. This is a contest that you will write. It's a story that you really don't want to disappear. You'd really love your family and your friends and your colleagues know about this story. It could be anything. It could be something from your childhood. It could be about getting married, about falling in love, about um, um, burning down the barn. You didn't mean to do that. Any story that you don't want to disappear, that you'd love to have your descendants learn about hundreds of years from now. So write your story up to 300 words, a story you don't want to disappear, and we'll uh, judge all. We'll read all three, all stories, and we'll come up with a winner We'll decide on a winner with a great prize. That's the Legacy Story Contest, James, and uh, I'm looking forward to start reading them. 
Wow. You know, um, I, I'm excited about this, but so far we haven't had um, entries. That surprises uh, me because this is not only a chance chance for people to win a pretty cool prize, but at the same time, they're actually documenting their legacy, their life story, so that their stories won't be lost and they can pass that down. And not just that, but we got a publisher <laughs> on the show tonight. Very fitting. And, uh, but anyway, uh, enter your contest. Uh, the 25th of May is the last to enter your 300 word uh, contest. And, um, I tell you, uh, the, the 25th is the last day for entry. The 28th, we will identify the three finalists if we have them. And the fourth, you get an opportunity to be part of the show. But, uh, and, uh, all our uh, interest should be sent to jamescooley145 at gmail.com. Again, jamescooley145 at gmail.com. I tell you, we're going to take a station break, but when we come back, we're going to get a chance. We're going to introduce this great man, and we're going to get a chance to understand what publishing is all about. And the title of the show is How Cola Book Provide a Holistic Publishing Experience. If you want to be an author, Tune in 1-888-344-1170. We'll see you after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, as I I was saying that uh, we got a publisher here that... uh, I, I I think I can call him friend. You know, he gave me an opportunity in my book. I mean, I, without his blessings, without him giving me the opportunity, my book would not have been as successful as it is today. And uh, his name is John Cola, and he is the CEO and president of Cola Books. And if you want to be part of the conversation, if you ever thought about writing a book, if you ever thought about what it takes Call one 1170 one Michelle, we need to get off into this great guy. Can you tell our listening audience the purpose of t- today's show? The purpose of today's show is to discover, discover how Cola Books can help you prepare to become a published author, to learn about the different types of genres covered by Cola Books, to learn about the different styles of publishing available to authors, to learn about the various resources Cola Books provides to authors, and to learn how authors, agents, and Cola Books work together. Can you introduce our great guest? 
Yes, John Kohler. John is the company founder of Kohler Books and runs its day-to-day operations. He's an award-winning graphics designer and the author of eight books. He was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Silver Medal by the Advertising Federation of Hampton Roads in 2016. He earned a BFA in Communication Arts and Design from Virginia Commonwealth University and attended graduate studies at George Washington University in Washington, D.C., John's professional career includes being senior art director of a major advertising agency and running a professional design studio. John lives in Virginia Beach, Virginia, has been active in his church. He has helped run a ministry dedicated to helping children with disabilities, a cause he is still very much dedicated to. John made an international splash in 1991 by winning the Boomerang World Championship in Perth, Australia, and was a member of the Foster's Boomerang 2000 team, a touring troupe that taught professional athletes and others the gospel of boomerangs. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. John Kohler. John, how you doing, my friend? I I haven't talked to you in about three, three months, maybe four. I am so happy uh, to have you on the show today. And uh, you and I talk all the time. We talk. We got a couple of things in common. We got both of our hips replaced, but we also got more than that. <laughs> yeah, we do. And you know, yeah. I, I, the, the first time that uh, uh, I met you, you called me up because I had sent my uh, manuscript out to a lot of different publishers, and you personally—I mean, not not your people—you personally called me up and said, "Hey, JC." Uh-huh. I like this. This 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 caught my attention. You know, so wow, man, I'm so happy that you gave me that opportunity. But before we get started, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about your background and where you grew up? Sure. Um my dad was in the Air Force. I was a Air Force brat. Uh so I was all about airplanes as a kid and I uh, got there's six six of us kids. We call ourselves the litter. Everybody's most around here in, I know, in Virginia Beach. And uh, I, I was real good with art. So I went into that uh, in high school and then college. That's where I met my wife of uh, soon to be, well, we just had our 39th wedding anniversary. Um, so, you know, and then from there, I also like writing. So, you know, the art and the writing and, you know, you and I have had that conversation before writing is an art form. A lot of people don't believe it. They don't think of it. You know, it's like the people that you're asking to send, you know, to send in 300 words. That can actually be the beginning of a book. People who do that can actually be sort of get the bug, you know, especially if they share it with people and it gets read, et cetera. Who knows where that could go? But, you know, for me, writing was very important. And that's how I got into publishing was I had to figure out how to do it for myself. Wow, man, you have done so many different things. And you, you just talked about uh, 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 art. Uh, but uh, can you tell us about your career as an art director and a graphic designer? I mean, you specialize in, in both. And not just that, but many other things. Well, um, I, you know, when I was in college, I went to Virginia Commonwealth University. And I thought I was, you know, this going to be this fabulous illustrator. And I was pretty good. But I saw what was being done, and I realized, you know, I, I bet I can do better as a graphic designer. So that's what I did. I got into advertising, uh, and it was really, really good. And then ultimately, I was about 33 or so, James, I decided to start my own business. I figured, man, if I don't do it now, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> So I, so I did it, and, and then, like I said, I started writing. And I didn't have any trouble with designing the front cover of the book uh, because I could do it in the layout. I had to study how the type should be you know, done, et cetera. I was already working with, with writers and editors. That was easy. Um, so, you know, graphic design and, and art direction was just kind of my sweet spot. And then eventually writing became part of that. Wow. So, John, what is the difference between traditional and hybrid publishing? And how do you decide which model publishing is right for an author? Yeah, that's a good question, Michelle. Uh, Traditional 
used to be it. I mean, up till about 15, 20 years ago, the only way that a writer could become an author and, and get published would be to get uh, a traditional deal from a publisher. And what that means is, is that, you know, generally speaking, the publisher is essentially buying the, the work, buying uh, the manuscript from the, uh, from the, the, the writer, from the author. And in fact, they may give them an advance, may not be a lot, if it's a great writer, it's going to be, you know, thousands, many thousands, sometimes millions. Um, so no money is exchanged or not, no money is charged to the writer. Okay. That's a traditional deal. The, the implications, the, the criteria are really, really high. So this is, this is like the NBA. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is the big world of publishing. If you're going to get a traditional deal, You've got to have a superb manuscript. You've got to have a great marketing program. You have to have everything done properly and correctly and done really well. The other version that you're talking about is called hybrid publishing. We call it co-publishing also, co for cooperative and collaborative and that kind of thing. And, and that there is money involved. It's typically for new uh, or what we call emerging authors and we're known for, you know, coaching them, for teaching them, for training them. That's what we did with James. You know, James is a smart businessman. So he, it didn't take a lot other than to sort of point him in the right direction to show him what could be done with, with marketing of the books and, you know, to, to point them, him in the right direction with editing and, and everything else. So he was a, he was a, he was an easy study. Uh, so again, Traditional publishing, uh, no fees, um, very high standards, hybrid publishing. You still got to have a good piece of work, but everybody understands that you're a new author. Uh, you're going to need help in many ways, a lot of coaching, uh, and then you will be charged a fee. And then the last one, Michelle, that we don't do is called self-publishing. And there is, there's a lot of self-publishing companies out there and in that case, also fees are involved, but the author maintains the rights to the book. So those are the three primary types of publishing. So, John, what genres do does Kohler Books cover, and what genres um, you tr you stay away from? Let's put it that way. You know, we have so many. <laughs> if you go to our uh, website, Michelle, you will see, you know, dozens of genres. And some people in the business would say, well, that's not a good idea. Of, you know, the publisher should concentrate on two or three things. It's never worked for us because we kind of have open arms, you know, for the, the emerging authors. So we're talking about everything from, you know, biographies, uh, you know, legacy, as James called it earlier, uh, you know, novels, you know, fantasy, healthcare, young adult, nonprofit, military. Oh my gosh, James, we talked about that before. The number of military books that we've done, Michelle, somehow we've gotten, you know, pegged as a military publisher. And I love it because I love military equipment and, you know, whether it's Navy or Air Force or Army, it doesn't, doesn't matter. So the, the, the short answer is we do everything. It, with a few exceptions, we we don't do um, uh, erotica in general, um, you know. So our our attitude about what we allow relative to language, sex, um, and violence is we're okay with it as long as it's important to the story and it's not gratuitous. Okay, it's not forced. And we wind up doing a lot of editing to <laughs> to make it less gratuitous. <laughs> trust me. Hey, hey John. Uh, so a uh, uh, question that I asked you when we were doing this, uh, and, and I, I think our, our listening audience need to understand: What do authors and agents typically look for in a publisher? Um, that, that's a good question. Um, you know, obviously someone who is collaborative. The, James, the general rule is the bigger the publisher, 
the less collaborative they're going to be. It's not that they don't care about the, the author. It's just that they know what they're doing and they will do it their way. And you, Mr. Author, be quiet <laughs> and we'll give you your book when we're done. Okay. So, you know, what we find in our case, they're looking for collaboration. They're looking for teaching and training and an author, or excuse me, a publisher who will work with them to help make them better, to lift them up, you know, to train them. I mean, some of that happened with you. Certainly it happens with all of our um, authors and then, and then good quality. They're looking for a publisher with really high quality work. A good website. I mean, our website. You've seen it. It, it is. It has gotten us more work than anything because it's very. You got a fantastic education. website. I mean, your website. Anybody, uh, John Cola ColaBooks dot com. It's absolutely fantastic, and uh, many things, many questions that uh, you might have. Uh, it's going to be answered on the website because, uh, and you see a lot of the. Uh, the, uh, publications that, uh, that John has done. It's absolutely fantastic. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and continue this great conversation with John Cola, CEO, President, Cola Books. It's your life. I'm James Cola. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, uh, we got one of the greatest publishers on earth. And I I tell you, he is uh, educating our listening audience on what it takes, are the rules and regulations. There is probably not rules and regulations, but he's telling you what he does. Uh, traditionally hybrid, based on the author. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Call in and ask this great man some questions. You know, uh, John. Your first book was about your own mental health experience. How has that been of value to you? Oh, um, you know, I mean, we we do have some things in common. You know, your first book was a, a little bit similar because you wrote it to share your own story, but your purpose was to help others. Okay. So that was definitely the same thing with me. But I'll tell you something, James, it did not start off as, oh, I'm going to write a book. You know, I, 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 I'm bipolar. So when I was sick, I kept a journal and I would come back every three or four years after, you know, I got better and I'd read the journals. So in 2004, I started reading the journal again and it just was stabbing me, you know, and I, I would take a piece from the journal, write it down and then you know, unpack that, write about it, what that means to me now. And it grew to like 30 pages, just bam, like that. I shared it with my wife, my pastor, and my older sister, oldest sister. And they all said, oh, you need to finish this. And I'm like, what are you talking about, finish it? They said, well, this is this is a book. This is the beginning of a book. 
So that's how it happened. Um, and, and truly, it was gratifying to me, and I felt like that the Lord had a purpose in me, almost like, you know, hey, I get to ha- go through this terrible thing so that I can help other people going through terrible things. So that's part of it. Wow. You know, I, I tell you, um, you chose me <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, uh, we talked about this. We, we had serious negotiations <laughs> before we signed the contract and, uh, and I just send it out. How do you go about getting authors, selecting authors, authors? Is everybody a fit for what you do? No, it is. You know, I think I, I mentioned that to you, James, that the, the quality level of the work coming in submissions has been going up and up in, in the past, especially two years, two, maybe three years. It's just we're not able to accept or consider everybody as much because the quality level of the submissions are, you know, it's not as high. So you you met the bar, you know. Then you get onto the submissions list, and then we have, we review it, and then we have a chat with you. So what we're looking for, a couple things, is first of all, always starts and ends with the quality of the work. You know, is the story there? Yes, you could tell the story. Does it need editing? Of course it does. Everything needs editing. Everybody needs editing. Um, what about your marketing? Do you have some ideas? Do you have a plan? Do you know what you're talking about? Yeah, you did. You need some direction and guidance, of course. Easy enough. So, you know, that, and, and then what do you like as a human being? Because, you know, guess what, man? I know you feel this way. I am not interested in working with, you know, prima donnas. <laughs> and, and you are not a prima donna. <laughs> well, now, I, I'm just as really to get, and you already know that. Me and you already done talked about this. Uh, it, it doesn't get any realer. Uh, and that's not even a, a good word, but, uh, 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 then uh, it what it is, but I, I tell you, I mean, um, when I, just like you mentioned, uh, about authors, I had no plans ever of writing a book. Uh, I didn't think I was capable of doing those things. And, um, you know, just. I, I, I place everything in the Lord's hands and, and you're a pastor. You already know that. I mean, I place everything in, in his hands, uh, for directions. And I, I had this idea and I said, I'm going to write this book. I was talking to my wife, Michelle, and, and, and it's like, write it, do it, do it, do it. I, I, I'm dumb. I'm, I, I don't know how to do this. So I just start writing. And once I start writing, I just got off into it, man. And it's just like, it became a novel, but it was true. I mean, everything was true. And man, my heart just went out and I said, I just got to share this with the world. And, um, so any authors out there that are thinking about this, you can do it. You can do it. I did it. And, and I, I like to call myself a dumb guy, but my wife beat me down. So I'm like, you got, got like 12 <laughs> master's degrees and all that other type of stuff. I mean, but uh, you can focus and you can do anything that you set your mind to. Hey, John, so who is your favorite author and why? And, and James, I got to say something about what you were saying that, that, you know, when you wrote that book and same with me, when I wrote this book, that was very, very personal. My first book, it was cathartic for me. So it was very personal. It was good for me. And then to be able to have it uh, be good for others again, you know, that, that was something I apologize, James. You just <laughs> asked me that question again, man. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a pastor to uh, my co-host because she's looking at me kind of strange. Hey, I, I, I know you can see her, Jan. <laughs> uh, I sure can. <laughs> Not looking at you strange, but the question James has for you, John, what, is, well, who was your favorite author and why? Oh, favorite author that I read, uh, Michelle. Um, you know, gosh, I, I'm reading James Clavell, you know, Shogun. People think I'm weird because, you know, I, I've read it like six times. For me, I will go back to books that I love and read it. It's like going back to see a, an old friend, you know, and I just, I know it. I love it. You know, 
um, you know, Lord of the Rings, uh, Bernard Cornwell, you know, a lot of historical work, um, you know, military type things, um, you know, it, it, you know, Nelson DeMille read. I think I've read all of his books. There, there's so many terrific authors. I, I don't read as much nonfiction, but I do read some. And, and, I, and I'll tell you one that I forget the guy's name, Michelle, but he wrote a book called The Body. And it's just it's just about the human body. And it's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I loved it. I listened to it on, um, you know, it's an audio book. Um, I think James has got an audio book about to come out. But, you know, so I'm listening more to – do you listen to many uh, audio books? Because I've been listening a lot more. I, You know, I don't listen to a lot of audio books. I mostly – I like to do the actual reading of the actual physical book. Um, I know a lot of people do, but I like to actually engross myself in actually reading the book and flipping pages. I'm old, I'm old school, John. I'm old school. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. You know, it's like newspaper. Some people, my wife reads it on her Kindle or whatever. I like to hold it. I like to feel it. Um, you know, but I, I used to be recently until recently, it was mostly reading stuff on, uh, you know, on Kindle. And uh, but now a lot more audio and a lot of people out there think that, you know, that that ebooks are like, you know, 70 percent that they dominate, you know, the, the world of publishing. It's not true. Not true. It's maybe 30, 35 percent. Audio is on the rise. Uh, but the print books that you love so much, they're still holding steady. You know, so it's amazing. It's neat that we have all these different ways to read now. So, John, how important is marketing and what must an author do to assist in their marketing? It's kind of like a two-part question. So how important is marketing, what must the author do, and how does Cola Books assist with the marketing needs of the author to promote the book? Marketing is important. Um, you know, and, and people get hung up, Michelle, on what is marketing or they think it's they turn it into brain surgery okay i always tell them look you already know more than you think about it this is really about communicating to other people some who you don't even know you're just going to tell them about your book so it's very important it's part of our marketing program we do a lot of things in behalf of the book the work and the author we also teach them the things that they need to know so that bit is important. James went through it also. Um, you know, again, you know, James, you, you probably do a lot more marketing than, than most folks. But, <laughs> but the key was, what do you need to do with book marketing? And so we went through it. And, uh, you know, authors can do it. He did it. Hey, hey, hey John, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, about uh, audiobooks. And you are very inspirational in talking and convincing me to do an audiobook, which I completed, which is going to be released in about a week and a half on 50 different platforms. I want to thank you for that because, and also listen to artists, the, uh, the audiobook is done by myself. Every single word. This nice. man right here. Uh, convinced me because I was uh, very nervous about doing that. I, I just want to thank you uh, for talking me into that. Now, it took me four months to do it. I ain't even going to lie. I mean, because uh, my producers <laughs> and, and, and you was you, you was very instrumental into that because uh, you gave me, I, I think you provided the ISBN number and you didn't charge me. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Course, so it's, gonna, it's Country Boy City Boy Journey and that ain't over yet is 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 uh the audio book is going to be released real soon and plus we're going to re re-release the the original version because we got caught up in covid and this man right here is the guy. You know, we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and continue to have these great discussions with John Coley, CEO, publisher, everything. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, well, you know, I'm just excited. I mean, and I, I hope that, uh, uh, authors, or if you plan to be an author, or, or if you already there, that you're excited because you are learning the rules and regulations. And there is no rules and regulations, but you're learning it directly from a publisher. What uh, a publisher thinks, uh, what you need to do to be successful, and what you need to do about marketing and everything to get your product out there. First of all, you got to have a good product. <laughs> your, your manuscript got to be right. Otherwise, it ain't going to get there. And I'm just, you can, just can't write down anything and expect that to, uh, to go. You got to have an idea. You got to have a plan. No, you have to have a thesis. <laughs> a thesis. And so, hey, John. So. How do you select manuscripts from your submissions? Well, you know, it's interesting, James, because we're lately we're only taking about 35, 40 percent of what comes in, meaning meaning, you know, just to get on our submissions list. Right. And then once they're there, um, they're assigned to one of our acquisitions editors, um, you know, who, who then will read it in more detail interview the author, see what the marketing program is like, et cetera. But you you pretty much nailed it. I mean, the main way that we select the submissions is based on the quality of the work. And we see that pretty quickly. In other words, we're not going to sit there and read the entire manuscript, but we'll read enough of it to get a sense of it, to see the quality of the writing, you know, how much editing is needed, et cetera. You know, again, what kind of um, marketing program do they have? Do they have an idea? How many followers do they have? You know, do they have an audience already? Have they have they mapped that out? Um, you know, and then again, what kind of a person do they seem to be like? So those are some of the criteria. Wow, you know, uh, we we we're in a situation politically and racial, all that. Do you have uh, any? books or any of this that deals with a racial discrimination, race, this, that, and political. We do. It's funny because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my website flashing by and we, we've got several. I mean, you know, we got one called the making of a Tama Merck by Rodney Dixon. He's a, he's a black dude. And, and that his book deals with, you know, white supremacy you know, and and how it's hold hold up hold up hold up hold up. I, I'm gonna cut yeah. you off. Rodney Dixon is my very 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 good friend, basketball player, 
Prince. Came from you. I forgot. I forgot. Oh oh, no no. My bad. Oh man no no. He is so, and 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 people that that don't understand that he was with Prince. I'm I'm talking about Prince the (laughs) Prince the artist and and all of these uh, are kings and all of that other type of stuff and. Uh, his book is so extraordinary. Now I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought that I had no, to do that. But 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 listen. So and it says fighting the ghost of white supremacy. That's the subhead. And the thing I love about you know Rodney, yeah yeah okay yeah he's a black dude and he's dealing with white supremacy etc. But as soon as he opens his mouth, this guy is so educated that he's the man who can actually you know introduce this stuff to talk about it in a uh in a, in a way that people can get it regardless of their skin color so we got that we got um you know john and mary margaret which is about a you know a black man and a white woman uh in the 60s going to a college together and 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 you know interracial dating and love affair that kind of thing yeah we got we got a lot of it we're we're open i mean i love that kind of stuff um and and so do the readers so, um, you know, here's what I would tell you. We, we are open to any writer who's got something that's good and is willing to represent it. Okay. Doesn't matter. R- good writing is colorless. You know, good writing is, it can, can lift up anything whatsoever. So, um, you know, I'm excited about, um, you know, a, a lot of different things. I'll, later, I'll show you some of the stuff that kind of fits into the category of, you know, somewhat political, somewhat, you know, racial, somewhat, you know, pre- very cool stuff. Very smart stuff. John, what are the publishing industry challenges and opportunities that are occurring in 2021? Well, um, you know, it's interesting, Michelle, because because I, I was talking to somebody earlier tonight about, you know, the, what the pandemic has done to business, meaning we had to change our ways of living. And now that we're opening back up, you know, taking off our masks, we're getting you know vaccinated. Well, guess what? We're going to keep doing some of those things that we thought we only would have to do in the pandemic, like, you know, these kinds of, you know, Zoom calls, that kind of thing. And and I think that the same is true with with uh, writers, uh, because, you know, what they really want to do is to have book events when the book is ready to have book events where they can get in front of people safely and go do things. But guess what? Initially, they may have to do it virtually. And a lot of readers groups are doing things virtually. So, you know, that's a change. You know, I, I, you have been, I mean, eight books, uh, all the different things that you're doing, and uh, you had to have learned over the years. What would a today John Cola tell a John Cola 20, 30 years ago? Wow. You're killing me, man. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I think in some ways, James, it's really funny. And I know you feel this way too, because, you know, it's like I, I tell my wife, I said, listen, if I had to do it all over again, I would do it with you. If I had to do it all over again in terms of writing my first book, I think I would do it the same. Okay. Um, I just, I think what I would tell myself is be true, be true to yourself, be honest, you know, write from the heart. Don't try to write the way at what other people are doing. Don't worry about what they're going to think. Be true, get it out and, um, be yourself. Wow. You know, uh, what's, uh, what are the goals for Cola books in 2021? And we just coming off a major pandemic and, uh, you, you know, that, that set everything back. And so what are the goals, uh, that you have for your company? 
Well, you know, James, it's not every company, American company, did well. But a lot of them did last year. A lot of them figured it out, right? And we're one of them. Um, I mean, we didn't fool around. In March of last year, I sent all my people home. We've got, you know, we're not a big company, seven people on staff. Everybody went home. Okay, but it's we're, we're the type of service industry to where it works. We're going to become they're going to be coming back here pretty soon. Uh, last year, believe it or not, was was our best year to date. Okay, we started in 2010. This year, it's doing even better. My goal would be to continue that growth trend to get higher and higher quality work to sell more books, to continue that trend that we're seeing with selling a lot more books, um, and to just, you know, excel at helping to make better authors and helping to make the world a better place. Wow. You know, uh, I want to play this legacy uh, contest because uh, we really want to push this. If you want to be part of this, uh, the winning prize is a uh, dinner for two. Any restaurant you want to, long as it does not exceed $175. Uh, uh, can we can we get that in right before we close? Thank you, uh, no? James. Yes, I'm Rob Lucy, and I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the legacy story contest. This is a contest that you will write. It's a story that you really don't want to disappear. You'd really love your family and your friends and your colleagues know about this story. It could be anything. It could be something from your childhood. It could be about getting married, about falling in love, about um, um, burning down the barn. You didn't mean to do that. Any story that you don't want to disappear, that you'd love to have your descendants learn about hundreds of years from now. So write your story up to 300 words, a story you don't want to disappear, and we'll uh, judge all, we'll read all three, all stories, and we'll come up with a winner. We'll decide on a winner with a great prize. That's the Legacy Story Contest, James, and uh, I'm looking forward to start reading them. Wow. You know, I tell you, uh, listen, audience, uh, we want to get, I don't have any uh, entries. Uh, May 25th, uh, if you want to be part of the 300 words list, uh, send all your, your interest to jamescooley145 at gmail.com. jamescooley145 at gmail.com. I want to thank this great guest for taking the time to be, uh, be on the show. The James Cooley Show is your life. I, I want to invite him back again if he ever have the time. I want to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, who's in Dallas, Texas right now. I want to thank my great producer coming back. Happy birthday, my friend. Most importantly, I want to thank my listening audience for taking the time to listen to us Monday through Friday. You know, we are always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. We'll be back the same time tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.